0: You are now listening to the Solemn Attention Podcast. We deal with, as millennials, uh, those of us that are either in leadership or you desire to be a leader or your staff, no matter what role you live in, um, there's this conversation out there about how do we better, uh, how do we better uh, create uh a workplace that's safe for all uh, especially safe for millennials uh especially with this emergence of the great resignation and so because I know that so many of you guys are leading or working in the workforce I thought that that this would be a great guest to have with me I have with me Ms. Sabrina Oso the founder and CEO of Oso Safe uh and I'm excited to kind of get into get into some workplace type topics so Ms. Sabrina how you doing today
1: I'm very well. Thank you so much, Solomon, for having us on your on your podcast.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about about yourself. And uh, I know that you got a great organization that you founded that we'll get to in a minute. But tell us a little bit about you and your story.
1: Uh, yes. Uh, my name is Sabrina Oso from Oso Safe. Um, I Um, I've had enough therapy. Uh, I've been in and out of therapy for quite some time to be comfortable enough to say that I am a former victim of violence. Uh, My father beat my mother on a regular basis and my mother beat me. So Oh So Safe was really founded on all of that pain and turning it into power, if you will. Um, I am a dancer and I incorporate dance in with everything that we do at Oso Safe, especially for schools and universities. Uh, so uh, I have a, a, um, a degree in computer science. Um, so I did what I was supposed to do, if you will. Um, I, I got my BS in computer science. I had a slew of computer jobs, but I found them to be really unsatisfying. Um, I immersed myself into the world of dance, uh, and I was a, a a late dancer, if you will. I couldn't even think about dance when I was growing up because of the environment that I lived in. So, uh, but once I moved out, I was free, and I I totally submerged myself in the dance world. And Oso Safe was really born out of a one-woman show. That I wrote choreographed and performed uh and that show is called home sweet home and um yeah so that's how oh safe was born really out yeah, of that yeah. one woman show
0: yeah yeah and I think it's really unique that you say that oh so safe was birthed out of a place of pain for you uh to a certain degree and now uh you've got amazing work and so um uh, the, the first thing I want to ask you is you know, what a you know, some of us are working from home remote, uh, full-time or part-time, or there's hybrid roles or, uh, or, you know, I know there's so many millennials that are just saying, you know, pandemic or not, just working in the office is just not going to be, it's not where it is. There's no work-life balance. Uh, from your space, what are some effective um, ways that millennials can work from home?
1: yes uh well first and foremost your home needs to be safe so if you're in an environment that where there is conflict where there's fighting where there is a lot of upset you can't really work in that type of atmosphere so we really need to practice safety meaning we have to practice how to get along with whoever it is that we we live with whether it be a boyfriend a girlfriend our, our parents our siblings grandparents aunts uncles you could be in a dorm and be working from your dorm so yeah. so it has to be absent of any violence abuse chaos dysfunction and it's okay to ask for space so if you need 15 20 minutes a half hour every single day to say look this is my space, I'm gonna lock myself in my room, in my office, in the bathroom, Uh, a space that you could call your own and just really vent or just take time to breathe and just take time to really uh, owe that to yourself, it'll go a long way with whoever it is that that you're living with because our living spaces have become our study spaces and our workplaces. So it's yeah. really important to to really um, not have any violence or abuse occur in that space, and that's everybody's job, and it's a practice, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So I hope I answered the question, Solomon. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You did, you did. And so, and so for, for those millennials that are still in the workplace, uh, especially with this with this great resignation. Um, and you've got Gen Z and Gen Y and those other gens that's coming behind us that, that aren't going to accept certain things in the workplace. They just aren't, they just aren't. And uh, I want you to speak to that for those millennials that are still in the workplace. Uh, Cause I know even for me, it took me a while to learn uh, advocacy and to learn the right cultures that I need to be successful. But talk a little bit about uh, what are some of those strategies, Not maybe not strategies, but what are some of those elements Uh, of a healthy workplace that millennials should be looking for?
1: Yes, Uh, well, uh, just to give you some statistics, there are 2 million incidents of workplace violence that occurs each and every year in the US. That comes out to be about 33,000 per week and of those 17 result in a murder. So I would say millennials or older or younger We really have to be in a safe work environment. So that means no racism, no misogyny, no homophobia, no. uh, And this is a practice. So and we work with different age groups, right, different uh, generations, different backgrounds. But it's irrelevant, whatever your religion is, whatever your nationality is, your ethnicity, your whatever your background is, there has to be the number one ingredient, Solomon, is respect, respect. You have to have respect where you could have differences. Maybe you don't agree on certain things, that's okay. But there always has to be respect. So there has to be no verbal, physical or sexual abuse that goes on in the workplace. And I would say as as young um, people in the workforce, Uh, You have to decide for yourself your your boundaries where, because a lot of workplaces, they take it for granted, well, take the work home, like you're almost like, I hate to say it, but like a corporate slave, like they just take it for granted that you're there eight, nine hours a day, but then they expect even more from you. And that's just not, it's not realistic. It's not good work-life balance. And you have to have time for yourself. You know, we talk a lot about mental health. um, And I think COVID really uh, shed light on that. And it's important. You know, you can't just go, 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 go and expect to do your best work. It's just not going to work. And the other thing that I want to say to all millennials uh, sexual harassment is a big deal. And you'd be surprised how many people go through this on a daily basis. So you, as the young generation, you need to know what it looks like, what the warning signs are, and take advantage of your human resource department, of the office manager. Uh, Even if your sexual harasser is male or female, the president, founder, and CEO of the company, It's again, it goes back to respect. Uh, It doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter whether you're covered fully or not. Um, Sexual harassers, they need to understand that you won't tolerate it and that you will report it and that you're ready to fight with an attorney. So um, because one out of four women are sexually harassed at work and one out of seven men are sexually harassed at work, if I'm not mistaken, So, um, yeah, I hope I answered the question.
0: Yeah, yeah, you did. You did. And so so to kind of tie that up, you know, I I want millennials who are listening to this podcast to learn how in a professional space to advocate for yourself. You talked about that boundary, but just advocate for yourself in all ways in terms of equity, in terms of salary, mental health resources that you might need. Talk to millennials who are, because I know we got so many, because I didn't learn this. Probably until you know, I've been in my career for eleven years. Maybe by year eight, did I learn how to like really advocate for myself? Because you spend so much time trying to build a portfolio, get your name out there, and you 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 know you don't want to say no, even if it sacrifices your time, because you know you're the young person on the block and you want to see operative, even if that means you're working till midnight. You, you know, so so, what do you say to those young professionals who are entering into entering into their career on how to? properly advocate for themselves
1: again it goes back to respect uh if you feel like your space is threatened in any way male or female uh document start documenting days times what happened Maybe you're dealing with a bully in the workplace, whether it be your supervisor, whether it be your your boss, like the founder and CEO of the company. It could be a coworker, and speak up immediately. Don't wait for some time to pass or, oh, I'll let it go. No, speak up. Lay your own ground rules right from the beginning. Even if you're just, you know, 24 to 35 years old, you you have your space and you have the right to, to, to demand respect. And it doesn't matter if you're the new kid on the block. Uh, no one should be bullying you. You should want to go to work. You should uh, you should want to get up in the morning and go into the workspace. and And it's all about exchanging ideas, exchanging knowledge. It shouldn't be about fear. It shouldn't be about Uh, dominating. It shouldn't be about manipulating um, and speak up right away. And it is scary. I'm not going to tell you and your audience that it's not scary. It is scary. Work through that fear and report and document. And, 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 and and this is a practice, you know Um, you could leave that job and go into another job and find the same problem. So you might as well really uh, hone those skills as far as standing up for yourself right from the beginning, right from your first job ever. Uh, like I yeah. said, document and and really um, strive for that work life balance. You know, uh, it's imp- yeah. it's it's easy to kind of really just make it about work, 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 and then you kind of lose yourself really yeah. quickly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So tell us a little bit about uh, your organization, your work, and, and how can we connect with you, this upcoming programming that you might have? Bit, because I think this was an intriguing conversation. Uh, so talk a little bit about that space.
1: Sure. Um, well, we're not a nonprofit. We're not a charity. Uh, we are a bona fide company with products and services. Uh, We respect all of the nonprofits and charities that are in this space of home violence, uh, domestic violence. We prefer to say home violence, but uh, we separate ourselves in that we are on the preventative side. Uh, We don't wait for an episode of violence to occur. We do education with tenants, with landlords, with property owners, property managers, what constitutes abuse, what constitutes a good relationship. It goes back to respect again. Uh, respect, positivity, empowerment, encouragement, freedom of choice. Um, so all of these components put together, and then the technology portion of it, uh, where it it, it will uh, the technology, the app that I have, it will detect violent like movements and captures them in real time, issuing alerts. Uh, so all of these components put together, it's. It's more on the preventative side versus waiting for an episode that happens either in, at the home, in the workplace, or at school. Uh, so it's, it's very avant-garde, we like to say. It's very progressive. And, um, and we think that you know, safety is basic. You can't do anything else if you're not safe. You know, if you yeah. don't have that feeling of safety, then forget it you can't do anything uh, really (laughs) you know if you think about it